Let's open our Bibles to John chapter 19 verses 25 to 27. Let's read it. Hallelujah. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciples, Behold your mother. And from then on, that disciple took her to his own home. From then on, the disciple took her to his own home. From this moment on, from then on, that is my topic this morning. From this moment on, Holy Spirit is telling somebody, from this moment on, some good things have happened to your life. From this moment on, what you desired, what you prophesied over your life, is God is going to make it happen. From this moment on, something drastic is going to change in your life. Holy Spirit is saying, from this moment on, your history is going to be rewritten. From this moment on, though your sins are like scarlet, oh, from this moment on, you will walk as white as snow. Oh, from this moment on, I will not remember your sins anymore. God is not going to remember what you have done. Hallelujah. Oh, in the past, from this moment on, your past has no power over your life. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a shout of praise. From this moment on, hallelujah, moment is going to change. That word means it's going to be an extraordinary moment. That word means a shift is on your way. That word means something is going to change your life. That word means the times ahead of you are times of God's extraordinary move upon your life. That word means your mode is going to change from unbelief into faith. Come on, open your mouth and declare, my mode is going to change from unbelief into faith, from mourning into laughter, from sorrow into joy, from a garment of heaviness. I am going to turn that off and put on the garment of praise. Have an instant. An instant is going to come. Oh, your moment is going to change. Instead of shame, a double honor. Come on, put your heads together. Give a shout of praise and hallelujah. Oh, in the year of hallelujah. Oh, declare a hallelujah because your moment is going to change from a sad moment to a hallelujah moment. Oh, into a laughter moment. That's what we heard in the morning. I mean, in years, I mean, a few weeks back, Sarah had a change of moment. God made her laugh. Hallelujah. She understood she can laugh. Hannah said, God made me smile. Zachariah said, God made me speak. Come on. God can make you laugh. God can make you smile. God can make you speak. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Rachel said, hallelujah. Elizabeth said, come on. Hallelujah. Elizabeth said, God has made me fruitful. Joseph said, God has made me fruitful in the land of affliction. Oh, these are all examples of change of moments. Praise God. 
When anointing came upon Saul, the Bible says he became another man. The moment changed. You're going to become another man. You're not going to feel the old bondages anymore. You're not going to feel the old doubts anymore. You're not going to carry the old baggage anymore because the moments are going to change. Come on, declare your mouth. I'm not going to feel also. Oh, what I felt in the back. Oh, I felt behind. I came in one way, but I'll walk through another way. Come on, things are going to change. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Such moments are in your lives today. Hallelujah. From this moment on, something, some transformation is going to happen. When you look to the passage of the scripture, this is a scripture that is written when Jesus was on the cross and Mary, the mother of Jesus, And John the apostle was standing with other women at the foot of the cross. Hallelujah. And they had from this moment on experience. Write in your diaries from this day onwards. I will have uh, this moment on experience. His hand is going to move on my behalf. Because such moments happen at the foot of the cross. Such Things happen when you preach the cross. Come on. Everybody say, Amen. Hallelujah. Look at the cross. Look at Jesus for a moment. Jesus fed the hungry. He healed the sick. He did miracles. He did feed them with a thousand of bread. Five thousand. He fed them with the bread. But at the cross, Jesus was alone. No crowds there. There's a moment. Everybody left him. There is also a moment in our lives. You feel like everybody in your life has made you feel alone. Those who thought you loved you. Those who prayed for you. Etc. Etc. Have all left you and gone. And you feel alone at that moment. You feel alone. There is no answer at that moment. For a moment Jesus even would have felt. Even God could not look at him because of the sin that he carried a moment where there is no answers but somewhere Jesus knew Abba Father will never leave me nor forsake me he is with me let me tell you even in the most darkest moments where you think no answers if you look to the face of God there is still an answer to an answerable situation that is the power of the cross of Calvary hallelujah from that moment onwards hallelujah things changed not only in Jesus life but everybody at the foot of the cross cross is a place where things change from that moment onwards Father might leave you, mother might leave you, but there are moments God has selected to bring the greatest deliverances. Come on, hallelujah. There is something about the cross that make hallelujah, crowds leave you, but there is something about the cross that attracts God into your life. Come on, hallelujah. Oh, even as we are celebrating the Good Friday, there is, remember this, at least this week, there is something that attracts God into your life. That is the power of the cross. When you make the decision to carry that cross your old friends will leave you your old relationship will leave you your family member will turn hostile you might go through such experiences but that is the time that you realize the most important thing is the presence of God the most important thing is not to walk with the crowds but to walk with Jesus 
that's the time to make your decision that even if i'm lonely i would rather carry the cross there is a saying in leadership you cannot lead the crown unless you leave the crowd hallelujah i want to remind you this morning your destiny has a cross in it your destiny has a cross in it when you sit at the foot of the cross when you remember the good friday jesus on the cross remember this your destiny has a cross in it when jesus speak about carrying the cross peter said let this not happen to you and jesus rebuked him maybe the world cannot see it if you are convicted that there is a cross of jesus that you are carrying you are blessed the world will turn hostile but you will have a conviction that you are blessed that you will understand that is the greatest privilege of any christian child of god hallelujah thank the lord this morning for giving you the privilege of carrying the cross look at jesus on the cross why should we carry the cross because jesus was blinded on the cross when you go to jerusalem and when you go through the way of the cross you can see nails that used to nail jesus on the cross and the thorns that they used to make thorns those days one of the pointed nails that has pierced jesus has actually gone through the eye of jesus you know why so that you can have the vision of your calling and the purpose of christ oh raba baba sia why it is a privilege of carrying the cross because you remember when jesus cried he was blinded so that my eyesight will be restored this morning raba dekabala sambhori adara jarandara may your eyesight be restored in the name of jesus oh hallelujah jesus was almost blind on the cross that you can have a vision of your eternity of your eternal home of your eternal abode hallelujah come on somebody tonight raba dera balagada kabala sambhara adara jarandara oh may your eyesight to be open may your spiritual blindness may the veil above you over you in you be removed through the power of the holy ghost if you believe it lift your hands and thank the lord at the cross when you stand you remember that jesus back hallelujah oh he was stripped hallelujah 39 my 40 minus 1 strip so on his back jesus was whipped by the cat of nine tails a whip with nine different objects one strike from that whip would feel like nine strikes hallelujah one whip looks like nine objects nine strikes it had nine whip with nine different objects on it the bible says the back of jesus looked like as if the plowers had plowed on it that's what the psalmist says why because by his stripes you can be healed at the cross remember this this moment onwards i am not going to walk in sickness i am how oh, the righteousness of christ i am healed by the stripes of jesus sickness does not have a legal right it is my legal right to be healed hallelujah it is not because of the laying hands of the prophet it is because of the sacrifice of jesus christ on the cross that gives me the legal papers and to right to walk in divine health you have a legal paper jesus instituted on the cross of calvary a health was written on the back of jesus when you sit at the cross you see the health written at the back of jesus 
lift your hands and claim your healing. Receive your health in the name of the Lord. May every sickness on your body supernaturally be healed from this moment onwards. May you walk in supernatural health and wholeness for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, say Amen and give a shout of praise and hallelujah. At the cross, you will know Jesus faced silence in the courts. Jesus was made to go through the six courts, three religious courts, three political courts. Jesus was silenced in these courts. Sometimes when we pray, see, all that Jesus could sense is silence in the courts. Sometimes when we pray, hallelujah, we feel God is silent. The reason for that silence so that he can, hallelujah, hear what would you say when God is silent? What would Jesus do when God was silent? He did not murmur. He did not complain. He trusted in him who could raise him from the dead. He did not revile the one who reviled him. He did not bluff one who bluffed him. He did not, hallelujah, curse one who cursed him. But he committed himself. 1 Peter 2, 22, 23 says, He committed into the hands of one who judged him justly. What would you do when you hear silence? Would you still say, Lord, I take refuge in you. Even if you're silent, I still trust you. I will not bow my knees oh, before the altars and idols. I will only bow myself before the Lord. Like Abednego, Meshach and Shadak said. Oh, But most of the time when God is silent, we begin to complain and mama but blessed is the man oh and a joyful person is the one who still have praises flowing from the inside of him when you still think God is silent blessed is the man who can still say yet I will praise the Lord my savior though I don't see sheep in the pen though I don't see fruit in the wine still I will rejoice in the Lord my savior come on take time to rejoice in the Lord oh hallelujah like Paul said rejoice in the Lord always and again I'll stay rejoice Come on, somebody, make some joyful shout in the presence of the Lord. Victory by the blood of Jesus. The Bible says a dungeon in which Jesus was put to us, the place is in the palace of Caiaphas. A wooden cross was taken and placed on his back. Look at John, what happened? What happened at the foot of the cross? Look at Matthew, Mark chapter 15 and the 21st verse. Mark chapter 15. Then they compelled certain man, Simon a Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by to bear his cross. Amen. They compelled Simon to carry the cross. Cyrenian, a part of northern Africa now. A part of Libya, about 90 miles to Jerusalem. It would have taken about three or to four weeks for Simon to travel with his family to Jerusalem by ship. Why was he traveling? This man was coming to celebrate the Passover of the Jews because he has heard about the magnificence of the Passover. When you read and understand about this man, he was a black man, an African. The one who picked up the cross first was an African black man. It was the one, the last of the people, the last of the, of the society lifted up the cross and he became the first of the society. Come on, hallelujah. 
the last will be turned to first when you take the cross. It was the black man who spread the news about Jesus' resurrection. The first to spread the news about Jesus' resurrection was a woman, but the first to take up the cross was a black man. Hallelujah. Amazing how God used the most excluded groups of the times, the black and the woman, to do his work first. The most oppressed of people to do his work first. If you are under oppression, something first is going to happen in your life. Don't worry about it. Don't speak about it. Don't be belittled about it. Hallelujah. Don't be upset about it. Something first is going to happen. Remember that God has a plans for you. Hallelujah. If you would surrender oh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ, God has a perfect hallelujah plan over your life. This man came from the countryside. He was staying outside because he obviously did not have money to spend in the hotels of Jerusalem because it was expensive. Bethlehem was cheaper. But this man did not have money for any of those. He was staying in the countryside. And the Bible says he was compelled. No other Jews was compelled to carry the cross because there would have been a possible concern that... uh, if a Jew on the time of Passover was compelled, there would have been a uproar, a possible stir. So Simon, they would have thought, Simon, this black man who came to celebrate the Passover, maybe he's the right person. Let him carry the cross. He would have thought, I came for a good task and here I am being forced to carry the cross of some criminal. Sometimes you feel that you've stepped out to know Jesus and with good intention, but things turn difficult. Sometimes you think, I stepped and I trusted the Lord, but looks like I'm going to be put to shame. Sometimes you've experienced humiliation and neglect and sideline, but don't be troubled. Behind that, God has a blessing to anyone who stays close to the Lord. Anyone who hold on to the cross of Jesus Christ. Anything they put their faith in the cross of Jesus and the finished work of Jesus has a blessing. Hallelujah. Going to follow you as a blessing that's going to permanently stay with you. Come on. That is something going to be the weight of God's glory that's going to ah, occupy your space, occupy your family, occupy your children. There is going to be a generational blessing that is going to stay with you. Hallelujah. For a thousand generations. Come on. Give a shout of praise. Somebody who is Still holding on to the cross. Hallelujah. This man carried the cross, compelled, and his life from that moment forward changed forever. With a generational blessing came upon his life who carried the cross. What happened at the cross? Look at Acts 13 1. Acts 13 1. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manain, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. Bible scholars believe that this was the same Simon, the black man, the man who was among the anointed prophets in the church of Antioch. Hallelujah! Was the man who carried the cross. Hallelujah! From a nobody to an apostle. Oh, from a nobody to be sitting across great men and women of God in the place of excellence and 
prominence. Come on, somebody tonight. There is a generational blessing. There is a prominence. There is an influence. There is a power. There is an authority. There is a glory. Hallelujah. That you command. Hallelujah. When you carry and stand for the cross of Jesus Christ, if you are one of those, there is a place of authority. God will place you. The Holy Spirit is saying to someone tonight in the name of the Lord. You might not be able to see it today, but there is a future for you. God will lift you up into heights that you've never imagined to do great things because you stayed faithful. You carried that cross. You left the crowd and stuck to Jesus. Bible says it was in the church of Antioch that the Holy Spirit chose Paul and Barnabas and separated them for missionary activity. The greatest missionary Paul was touched by the man Simon. Sometimes when you go troubles, you feel it was for no use to carry the cross. You may not be able to imagine that what God is about to do through your life. Many missionaries, oh, why Yakubara, apostles, prophets, was released into ministry by the hand that touched Jesus, by the hand that carried the cross. Come on, oh, your hand is blessed. Lift your hands and say, My hand is blessed because I touched the cross, because I carried the cross. Oh, we give you praise. Romans 16 and the 13th verse. Romans 16 and the 13th verse. Greet Rufus chosen in the Lord and his mother and mine. Greet Rufus chosen in the Lord and his mother and mine. Simon's wife had become like a mother to Paul. Can you imagine? Somebody said like a spiritual mother to Paul because the husband carried the cross wife was blessed your spouses will be blessed because you stand for Jesus you stepped out for the Lord let there be a moment for you and for your wife in the name of Jesus because you chose to carry the cross the partner who chose to carry the cross oh the other partner will be blessed in the name of Jesus if you believe it say thank you Jesus glory to God hallelujah Rufus was Simon's son and he became insignificant in the Roman church your generation will become significant, important, chosen, handpicked. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for the glory of Jesus Christ because you chose to carry the cross. Come on. Your children, hallelujah, will get into ministry because you. Victory by the prayer for your children. May your children be set apart for the addictions of the perversity and the crookedness of the generation and be used for the glory of God. Let them be known. Hallelujah. Of the one oh, who carried the cross for Jesus. My dad carried the cross. I'm stepping here and ministering to the Lord. I'm sure by the prophecies that is made upon my life and by the grace that God has given me, my children will be one on the right and one on the left. Hallelujah. And one hallelujah on the shoulder. We'll serve the Lord together with my wife for the glory of the Lord. There is a generational blessing. Oh, hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, I declare, I claim a generational blessing upon my children in the name of the Lord. No evil shall befall them. No affliction come to my tent. In the Roman church, 
this was written for the roman church if a black man's son could rise to the position and the importance of a roman church how much more you and me in the name of jesus may our voices be heard in the roman cities in the european nations in the european continent for the glory of jesus christ some of us will be hallelujah entering hallelujah into the corridors of influence in the continent of europe receive it your generations will spread across europe for the glory of god i'm releasing an anointing let doors be open in the continent in the churches of your let your next generation come on somebody europe for jesus <laughs> come on hallelujah our generation will rise up in importance hallelujah even in the beginning of their lives in europe look at what's happened the cross and somebody carry the cross what does it mean to carry the cross the cross is symbolic of death and shame that means putting to death everything that is opposition to the lord number one number two suffering shame for the sake of jesus christ amen but what happens if you carry the cross what are the blessings of the cross number one victory in the place of defeat hallelujah jesus was hung on the tree in galatians 3 says god created the tree and god sacrifice was son sacrificed on it god's son the same cross was pinned in the mud and which god had to use to create man the first adam because of one tree disobeyed the lord and fell and the last adam which christ hung in obedience to the lord gave us the deliverance the very first place where adam failed the second adam won it is that victorious jesus that dwells in you the places that you failed before in the past you will win from this moment onwards lift your hands and give praise and thank the lord hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord divadiya duradara baladara samarata rajaradara bara adakada duradara jarandara jarambala duradara bara kadagabara sambharadara balasiya victory by the blood of jesus amen adam first adam failed the second adam won the cross reminds us of our victory in the places where we were put to shame or we failed it was a place the sin's power was broken for 6 hours on the cross the judgment of god was revealed the sun could not look at the sun it was dark and the sinless became sinful on that cross he took your sin the judgment that was meant for me was taken by him look at the loving savior the biggest change happened on the cross the anger of the lord hallelujah came upon jesus he was roasted the 12th chapter of exodus he was roasted in the judgment of god he was roasted in the fiery judgment of the all consuming fire that can god can look at us with compassion in love in grace if this does not move you you become cold in your heart 
this message of the cross how many times you hear it might stir up a joy and gratitude in your hearts if you're not gratitude if you're not feeling inside oh ask the lord to right lord remove the coldness and thank you lord you were roasted in the judgment fire of god that the power of sin was broken the power of judgment was broken that i can live and move in the mercy of god the bible says by sin increase grace increased all the more the cross delivered us our life of grace that gives the power every time you look at the cross the sin's power is broken every time that you move into the grace the unmerited favor of god you are enabled to say no to sin every time you move into the cross of jesus christ you make make a choice to walk in wisdom because jesus christ is the wisdom the multi dimensional multi power of the cross wow sin does not have a chance look at your own life and say sin does not have a chance over my life this jesus who overcame sin and death living inside of me come on live like that think like that your entire thought pattern about sin has to change number 3 satan was crushed on the cross on the cross on the cross the seed of the woman jesus christ the seed of the woman crushed the head of the devil haha <laughs> on the cross come on principalities death powers hell fear of death for oh, every fear everything that was against you in the head of the devil crushed every time you remember the cross there is a crushing not your crushing the devil is getting crushed hallelujah reminded that he's a defeated foe he's not destroyed so you have to remind him that he's defeated otherwise he try to defeat you in your thoughts hallelujah what is the blessing of the cross jesus said dear woman he said to the mother his mother woman behold your son was 27 was 27 then he said to the disciple behold your mother and from then on that disciple took her to his own home and he said to his mother behold your son then he said to his disciple behold your mother when we read the scripture you know jesus did not utter not in frustration anger or impatience the greek version translates not as woman dear woman mary's first born was jesus not born of joseph but born of the spirit joseph has passed away jesus did the work of the carpenter to support his family he played the role of the oldest son and took the responsibility of the family along with the big thing that the son of god had to do for the world he did not forget the little thing that which he had to do that was to take care of his mother even your faintest insecurities fears are noted by the lord in heaven he knew the mother was insecure on the cross even your faintest insecurities and fears noted down and taken care from this moment on even the smallest aspects of your life jesus wants to be involved the cross reminds us even the smallest aspects that's why you need to speak to the lord i get up and i speak for the smallest of my insecurities because i know it's taken care come on somebody tonight mary has lost her husband now she's about to lose her son 
Jesus could have been very strong and could have rebuked us saying, have you forgotten what I've taught you? Do you know that I will rise again on the third day? Stop crying. Come on. He did not belittle emotions. He understood. Jesus did not belittle your emotions. He understood and he was there in that relationship. God is calling some of us to correct the relationship in the family. Don't forget your father and mother because of your calling. Speak well to them. Do what is needed for them. There on the cross, Jesus did not commit Mary to Peter who would waver in faith. Nor did he commit to Thomas who would doubt him. Or Judas who would betray him. But to John, the disciples whom the Lord loved. From that minute, John took Mary to his own home and treated Mary as his own mother. John was an apostle. He has to write the book of Revelation. He was called to do great things. But he was faithful to do the little things. Oh, come on. He obeyed the Lord and did the things. Some people, when they become in big positions, oh, I'm an apostle. They forget to do the small beginnings. They forget the small beginnings. They do forget to do the little things God has commanded them. They forget the church, the people who prayed for them, who stood in the gap for them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And finally, at the cross, Jehovah became the gracious giver. He gave himself. He gave John to Mary. God will give. God has not forgotten your need. From this moment onwards, know that he is a giver. If God gave Mary his disciple John, God gave the church the Holy Spirit of God. Come on. Thank the Lord for the Spirit of the living God. Thank the Lord for the Spirit of God. The paraclet. Hallelujah. Oh. This is what thrills me. He gave me the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. John 16, 7 says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. For if I depart, I'll send him to you. Look at the oh, thrill of Jesus when he said, It's good that I go away. I don't want to go away. I love to be with you. But it's good that I go away. Because only if I go away, maybe what I said is so, so much of a thrill, so much of a excitement. If I go away, I can send you the Holy Spirit. If I am here, I can only touch Jerusalem. I can only touch you know, all the vicinities here. But if I go away, everybody in the world who receives me will have the Holy Ghost. And we can do more. You will do greater things. Woo! Jesus had that excitement. Do you have it? Knowing that the anointing of God, the power of God, the comforter, advocate, paracletos, all of the worst, worst means defense attorney will defend you. Even when you are guilty, the Holy Spirit will defend you because of the cross. A Roman eight moment will come upon your life. He says, when we do not know how to pray, even the Holy Spirit will help us to pray. When we do not know whom to marry, the Holy Spirit will help us to marry the right person. The Spirit will help you to decide where to build your house, where to move forward. Even when the enemy comes against you, the Holy Spirit will help you. He will stand in front of you and He will defend you. He is our defense attorney. Open your mouth and declare, He's my defense attorney. 
I'll say this and I'll finish. You have done something stupid, but you are still God stupid. <laughs> Come on, because of the cross, you are still God stupid. Look at two people and say, you are still God stupid. The Lord will give you the Holy Spirit. Bible says that Jesus himself will baptize us with the Holy Spirit. And fire, he is our gracious giver. If you are ready to carry the cross of Jesus Christ, he will graciously give you the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit, everything else. Amen. Intended to fulfill the God's purpose in your life. God bless you.